Previously, on The Last Tapestry. And you can see a figure that comes into view from the corner of the room that obviously Piper immediately notices because she has been, like, setting up in here. They're wearing some kind of hammered golden mask with two long curved horns and a copper marigold between them. Every inch of their skin and hair is covered both by a dark cowl and a fitted black bodysuit. You don't need to concern yourself with your ill-gotten goods. I will be the catalyst of their repatriation. And she gets close, and suddenly there are just alarms through this whole place. You notice that the doors on every exhibit, the exhibits that you're in included, they kind of like lock together, like latch together. And that's for each of you. Oh, shit. So now you all are in these <laughs> rooms. Mona is with Willow and Arya. Elijah is with Amaranth and Coniferous. And obviously, Deli is with Marjorie and Atlas. Oh, what a tangled web we weave when first we practice to deceive. But what of the web already woven for us? What of the fate that has already been decided? If our predestined path is blighted, what then? Surely you would think there would be some way to change that. it's not part of the exhibit I, I mean i guess i don't know okay um it's very dramatic i'm a fan of it if so let's see if we can try opening this door situation oh uh, yes i can um i can try something oh okay be my guest he, d- he does that um there is a shadowy corner of the room and he goes and he puts his hand to it and you can see him almost dive into the shadows to where once there was an atlas and now there is no longer an atlas okay can, <laughs> can i do that <laughs> <laughs> You see his shadow swim along the wall and up to the door, the bronze-plated doors, but as he gets to it, he is just forcefully projected back out of the shadows and onto the floor, and he's just like, don't do that. I don't imagine that's a thing you can do, but just don't, there seems to be magic on it. Deli like runs to him and be like, are you, are you okay? Like, that seemed painful. He just laughs and dusts himself off. He's like, I suppose I should have checked first. That's a, that's a, Lesson for you. Check first before you go to a, a door. I guess I like approach the door, like try to put my hand on it. It hums hmm. with electricity and probably also magical energy. Stick your finger in it. <laughs> <laughs> Elijah would be proud. <laughs> Elijah would be vindicated. <laughs> I have heat metal. Oh. I guess I could try that. Or shatter? Shatter would probably be better, actually. 
Roll Arcana. If you would like to ask for help, you can. Yes. <laughs> um, yes. Okay, Marjorie, Atlas. Maybe three brains would be better. Mm-hmm. I always work with three brains. You think maybe we can, I, I can blow this thing up? Would that be bad? Well, that sounds fine to me. And then Marjorie's like, yes, I love the idea of blowing up a door. <laughs> Is it 11? <laughs> I think Atlas can give you the help action. Okay. And he'll also look at the door. All right. So I roll again. Mm-hmm. Uh, 17 plus one. Nice. You can tell that like, as you get closer, this magical energy seems to be siphoning. So it's more like it's drawing like magical energy away from you and kind of like, you feel weaker the closer you get to the door. Oh boy. That doesn't, that doesn't feel great. Okay. Um, if I do try to blast it open, it might not be as powerful as we need it to be, I think. Well, it seems that there is some kind of anti-magic effect on it. Ugh, okay. Is anyone else doing anything in their happy little rooms? Amaranth is panicking. And he's like, he is at the door just pounding on it, just like, hello? Is anyone out there? Elijah puts like a hand on Amaranth's shoulders and he's like, it's fine. It's deep breaths, deep breaths. What if we're locked in here? I, d- I haven't eaten breakfast. What if I get so hungry? What if I pass out? You're, you're gonna pass out because you're having a panic attack. <laughs> well, take a deep take a deep breath. It's gonna be fine. You're not gonna die in here or starve to death. Worst case scenario, we all die in here at eight o'clock tonight. So. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. And then Conifers is like, fade, 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 hold on. (laughs) I didn't like that particular part of that comforting conversation you were having. You know, life is short, Coniferous. Extremely short. But it's fine. I did not imagine it was only a few hours long. Um, That's new to me. It's a little bit of a shock to most people, I imagine. But it's, you know, we're going to figure this out. We're going to figure this door thing out. I don't really have anything that can open a door. Um, I've got thieves' tools. Well, it sounds like a thief could open a door, definitely. Does it have a lock? No. Now, here is the thing is, I'm not sure where I would put the tools. I suppose in the crease of the door? Yeah, let me give it a shot. Just stick it in there. <laughs> yeah, I jam I jam a fucking lockpick in between the, the crease of the door. <laughs> I was told, the first time we were introduced to Coniferous, I was told he's an artificer, and so I trust his, his judgment. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, you jam your tool in the door. Roll, uh, roll decks to make sure that you are nimble enough to do this without breaking it. Okay. It's an 11? Perfectly average. <laughs> yes, I see that. My heart says no, but I'm going to put uh, I'm going to put your fate in the coin again. Do it. Um, so two means it breaks. One means it doesn't. It breaks. So your thieves' tools have broken, and you need to replace them. Well, uh, Fel, hold on. Let me let me get a look at your your tools. Your tools, uh, because I feel like this is uh my bad. I I thought there was maybe a place to put them. I mean, it's it's definitely my bad for just sort of jamming them in there, but I do appreciate it. You sure? Y- yeah, if you want to take a look at them, I'd appreciate that though. You can take a look at them. He can roll Tinker's tools. Nice. Nineteen plus three. Okay, so that's twenty-two. He's able to um, get your tools bent back into shape with his strong 
war forged hand, peace forged hands. His ter- his terrifying robo strength <laughs> oh, no. that he is only uses for good. Yes. Thank you. You are a lifesaver. Then I passed the fun who told you to stick it in the crease in the door. That's his, uh, you know, it wasn't a bad idea. I just did it bad. So while all this is happening, yes. Mona has been casting fine vehicle. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Inside? Inside. Okay. Her plan is to drive a car through this door. Oh, wow. oh my God. Okay. Driving a car through things isn't always the solution. <laughs> Yeah, but it's the most powerful thing I can think of. It's it's this or I try Gust again. Which... <laughs> it just like blows wind. It doesn't do anything. I know. <laughs> a slight breeze. You if made it chillier. It would be truly wild. Um, it will total your car. And I yeah. will say that there are other doors that you would then not be able to go through. But you would have opened it to the main exhibit. What door would I not be able to go through anymore? The other two. Oh. So your friends would still be trapped. But the main exhibit would be open to you as well as every other part of the museum, including Piper and the Marigold. Right, which is where she wants to be right now. So if you would like to try this, you can. Yeah, I'm doing it. Whew. Okay. Um, Alrighty, we are deviating from my notes. <laughs> okay, so what kind of car do you summon? Um, Something bulky. Something bulky. Something. I mean, I'm I'm not an expert in cars, but something that can survive a beating. Okay, I'm picturing just like this, like infernal jeep or something. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. absolutely, she'll go infernal for this. Okay, cool. Except like, oh god, like one of those really old cars. It's like all metal. That's just like <laughs> the fucking steel body yeah. ass like Humvee. Yeah. Okay, so you make a a big, just infernal clunker. And you're gonna go for the door? Mm-hmm. Oh boy. Uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, you get in, and Arya sees this, and then she just like she was wearing sunglasses, and she just like slowly takes them <laughs> off. Just like, like she steps back though. <laughs> yeah, she would tell everyone to clear out of the way oh for sure. Oh my god, you're gonna end up. Mona is truly wild. Killing yourself in a car wreck <laughs> in a museum. <laughs> you will take some damage if you're not able to. I had a question. Yes. I have a prayer book on me. Yeah. Can I use that to weigh down the wheel and jump out of the vehicle? Oh my God. Like weigh down the pedal? Yeah, the pedal. Sorry. How heavy is this prayer book? You just jimmy it under there. Oh, okay. Okay, yes. I'm going to say if you can roll decks well enough, you can quickly get that in there and jump. Jesus. Uh, That's a 16 plus two. Okay. 18. It's an 18? Okay. I'm going to say that this is a really dope thing you're trying to pull off. And if you really want to pull this off flawlessly, um, you might need to push it. Fuck it. You're going to push it? I'm I'm, I'm doing it. Okay. <laughs> I'm committing to this, to this insane thing I'm doing. <laughs> okay. That's, it's fucking cool. So you now have a uh, unnatural 20 and you have fucking put this book on this pedal and you just flip out of this fucking infernal... Humvee Jeep th- abomination, which then crashes into this bronze-plated, incredibly heavy door. What were you gonna say? She does, apo- she does apologize to you and if she sacrifices her prayer. But <laughs> she just like as she's flipping, she just like does the sign of the cross in, the, <laughs> in midair. <laughs> like, 
Uh, and yeah, so um, as she like lands back on her feet, the this heavy ass car just tears through this uh, this metal door, and there's just like electricity just like fizzling, and you can kind of feel there's like an anti magic presence over there, but like, what's it supposed to do? Like, what's it gonna stop? <laughs> Metal. So anyway, yeah. So now, so now you're you're standing there, and Ari is just like. That was the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. Oh, thank you. Yeah, and Will is just like, oh, I didn't, I don't know, sister, you could do something like that. I mean, I mean, I guess, naturally, you're full of knowledge. Some of it is car knowledge that makes sense. <laughs> you say, oh, I know nothing about cars as if they are big and heavy. So I was like, that'll do. Well, uh, that was a, uh, that was amazing. Thank you. So now you have the uh, you have the corridor around. You also have a level of exhaustion, but you have the corridor around the museum open to you. So you could see the other two doors, which are closed, and you can get into the double doors of the room with the idol, where you can hear a very heated conversation going on between uh, Piper and the Marigold. They didn't there seems to be a struggle. Car crash situation if they did they've got their own business to attend to <laughs> she's probably concerned but more concerned about the idol i just want to put forward a theory which is that ezra has his own prophetic dreams and, <laughs> and he saw he this saw, yeah he saw how cool this car stunt was and he's like i need to give her that spell <laughs> <laughs> um, so next step um of my plan is that Mona's gonna use the force fields to become a winter Eldrin. Mm-hmm. And then I'm gonna face step um, in between the two arguing people, which allows me to make... I think you need to be able... I think you had to, the doors open. You need to be able to see, right? Or oh, you... yeah. Okay. You are now free of the Standing Stones exhibit, and you are facing the main exhibit with the double doors that leads into the room with the idol where Piper and the Marigold are, they're, they're having a heated exchange. And apparently whatever you did is not, did not phase them. So you turned into winter? Yes. Winter. Time is a meaningless march of minutes and you are fate's tool. You have an addiction to trying to bum people out so they can feel the pain that you feel. That's a good one. I was hoping for evil Mona, but I do like this one. Just sad Mona. Mona who went to art school. Emona. Emona. Wow. Oh my god, your brain. So good. Thank you, Mona. So the plan is to throw open the doors to the exhibit and then face step in between them. Okay. Which allows me to frighten one creature and I want to go for the attacker here. Okay. Yeah, I guess they could be fighting together in front of the... uh, in front of the glass case. Mm-hmm. Um, so you teleport in between them and you're frightening the attacker. Mm-hmm. Is that a save? Do I make a save? Yeah, wisdom save. Are they good at that? We'll see. Okay, 16? You saved. By the skin of my teeth, I bet. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. They just save. Okay. I mean, they notice you like pop up in between them. Mm-hmm. Piper's just like, what is this? What's What's happening? The Marigold is going to try to push you out of the way. Okay. Um, so I guess we're going to make a strength contest. I think Ooh. you do it at a disadvantage. Then I'm going to kill this. You, you never know. <laughs> the way I roll. Oh, God. 
Wizard strength. Wizard strength. <laughs> That's going to be a two. <laughs> okay. Um, that is a 12. So, you oh. know, not great, but... It's better not, than a two. It's better than a two. They are able to push you out of the way. So let's roll initiative really quick. Okay. Really quick because Mona's going to die shortly. No. I am surprised that this is what you chose to do. But, you know. No spells, no backup. Let's go. It's Mona time, baby. <laughs> okay. Elijah's going to feel so guilty because, like, the last thing he said was like, oh, it's fine. You just get behind me. I'll stab whoever yeah. you need me to stab. <laughs> nah, it's okay. Mona did this to herself. <laughs> She's doing the stabbing now. Mona, what did you get? Uh, 14. Marigold got 17. Let's see what Pipes gets. She's going to whip someone. She whips Mona in all her confusion about what's going on. It's <laughs> Mona in her confusion. Okay. God dang it. Another nine? Really? 12. So the Marigold goes first. And she is over this. So she is going. They're just going to punch the glass, I think, is what's going to happen. Villain strength. Villain strength. (laughs) (laughs) What is that? I just want chaos. (laughs) Ooh, okay. Yeah, no. I mean, they definitely hit. So, and that's probably enough. Uh, So they do about nine damage to this glass, and it just shatters. They grab the idol. So that is their, I'd say that's their action though. So Mona. You know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I'm gonna cast a level two magic missile. Okay. At Marigold, obviously. Not at Piper. (laughs) You're just like, actually. (laughs) You're like, oh shoot, the Marigold's winning. I'm with, I'm with them now. (laughs) (laughs) She does want to bum everyone out indiscriminately. Exactly. Exactly. That's true. Uh, plus four, so so uh, fifteen damage. Dang. Okay, so you do fifteen damage to um, the marigold, and they like they round on you. Like you have their attention now for sure. Um, you can only tell because they're like their gold featureless mask is suddenly pointed in your direction. Great. So, oh no. <laughs> so yeah, Piper, what are you going to do, girl? <laughs> Uh, oh yeah, that's what I was gonna do. I was gonna enlarge Piper, but <laughs> Piper can just like smash. <laughs> she actually accidentally breaks the idol, and it's just Piper's already sad. so much bigger than the miracle. <laughs> so Piper's gonna naturally uh, try to whip the idol out of the Marigold's hand. Um, we'll see how that goes. Net 20! Oh my god! (laughs) Wow! Okay, whoa! My first of the day. So, um, yeah, she she just effortlessly, like, like, just unfurls her whip and just smacks it at the, um, at the marigold and whips the idol right out of her hand and does it so well and with such finesse that she is able to get the idol back into her own hand. That's so cool. Yeah, so, um, yeah, she's gonna start trying to move away a little bit now, so she's going to move about 30 feet away from the marigold. And now she, uh, has the marigold's attention again. Um, so the marigold... (laughs) is I I just I just was not expecting to have to do this fight between these two. You weren't even supposed to see it. <laughs> the Marigold is going to uh, bear down on Piper with just an effortless speed and attack with a sword. 
so that definitely hits. Here's the problem is they're both incredibly competent and they're just beating the shit out of each other. <laughs> um, so they hit with their sword or six and hit another two times. That is a natural one. So that hecka whiffs and an 18. It's just like really gives and it takes. Isn't Piper's like ancestor or grandmother or whatever named? Marigold, yes. Okay. Yep. Okay, so that is 12 damage from pipes. Oh, wow. That puts basically her and the marigold at the same HP. All right, Mona. I believe it. Yes, that is your turn. Okay, I'm going to do a spell. Oh, no. from Some- a wizard. Something new. Wow. <laughs> uh, specifically, I'm going to do a cantrip, actually. Firebolt. I was going to say firebolt. <laughs> That's not new at all. Do you have spells slots left? I got two of them. Oh boy. Hey Dan, how far are we into the arc? Uh, not far at all. Okay, just oh, checking. Cool, cool. We'll take a long rest. Just you wait. <laughs> um, we have like five hours till the end of the world. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <it. laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. It's everything's going according to plan. Um, sixteen hit the marigold. Uh, does sixteen hit the marigold? Let me see. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> yes. Okay. So 2d10 fire damage coming yeah, at you. Gold's AC is quite low. I'm grateful for that. Seven fire damage. Whoo! <laughs> Turns out they were just stuffed with straw. <laughs> that's all that's under the bodysuit. Extremely flammable. They're hanging in there, um, but they are getting close to bloody. They're pretty bruised. So it is uh, Piper's turn. It, who is now, who is bleeding a little bit from getting attacked with a, a heckin' sword. So she is going to, she she seems tempted to try to run, but then she sees you and then she's just like, what are you doing in here? You you have to go. I'm trying to protect you. That's, oh, that's very sweet, but um, and then she starts like trying to run away. Uh, like she at least catches up to you, and it's just like we should we should run out of here. We should run out of the museum. Out of the museum? Yes, and find the police. My friends are in here with this person. Also, I'm wanted. <laughs> <laughs> I can't go back to prison. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay. Um. <laughs> She's just like, uh, we can help your friends once we have more people. Or we can help some now. (laughs) Yeah, I get She's just like, they should be safe. The lockdown was initiated. And then she like, um, she realizes she's kind of, she's run out of time. um, So she needs to do something or else. Um, So what she's going to do, I guess she's just going to whip the marigold. Ooh, she doesn't hit though. Um, so she whips at the marigold and the actually. Hold on. So she whips at the marigold and the marigold is going to make an attempt to catch it around their arm. That is a 18. So they're able to like basically wrap that around their arm as Piper strikes at them. And it's their turn again. So they're going to do a strength check to see if they can pull it out of Piper's hand. It's 10. Perfectly average. 
Piper got a six plus three. So, um. Just below average. Every strength check goes this way for me. I don't know why that is. Every strength check on this show goes this way. That's just how it is. Piper and the Marigold are a little tired from scuffling this whole time. So the Marigold is able to steal the whip um, away from Piper. Just basically yank it out of her hands. And it is uh, your turn. Just going to cast Firebolt again. That's all I got left. (laughs) Trying to save those two spell slots. That's a nat 20. Ouch. So 4d10. Nice. So that's already an 18. Oh, God. Off the first two rolls. They're bloodied. And then plus eight. So so 26. They are fucked up. Um, you can tell because their uh their wardrobe is a little ripped. It's like it's like even though it's dark, it's black cloth. Like you can tell it's getting wet with blood and it's like scorched and stuff. So they're not having a good day. Damn, Mona. <laughs> Mona's gonna say, Is this artifact really worth your life? More than you know. And um I guess it's her turn again. Okay, I will say Mona's gonna stand between the two again and tell Piper to run. Okay. Piper hears you. <laughs> Great. Piper's um, just like, oh good permission to leave. <laughs> <laughs> so Piper is going to run. I guess she'll dash. She'll run sixty feet. Okay. It's the Marigold's turn. And I guess they're also going to dash. They're gonna to try to get past you. So we can roll a dex contest here. Okay. We'll see how that goes. Yeah, mine's not great. Mine's 17. Yeah, mine's, a, mine's a 11. They, they're able to get around you and easily overtake Piper. Do I get an opportunity attack? Are you in melee? Oh, I was getting right between the two. I, just, I assumed Does that, that would be in melee. Does that work with spells also? No, I'd have to hit with... with... Yeah, it'd have to be a melee attack. Oh. But it's triggered when someone leaves your threatened zone, so the area directly around you. Okay, then yeah. Yes, you would. All right, I'm going to punch this woman. That's all I got. Oh my god, Mona. <laughs> No, that's an 11 to hit. <laughs> oh, just like a fucking wild ass swing, like from a person who's never been in a fight in their life. The first punch he's ever thrown. Uh, let me see if they have a reaction for that. I love Hold Winter on. Mona. I love you, Mona. She's very. <laughs> She's fucking here to fight. <laughs> Pipes is too far away, honestly. So as uh, as y- as you like make a swing at the marigold. The marigold is, as you miss them, they're going to basically just grab your fist and just spin you around and just go past. Like, they didn't have to do that, but they did. <laughs> uh, they spent a whole key point for that, so I have to <laughs> make a note so of that. a monk, that's what I thought. Yeah. So yeah, they run past, yeah. And uh, are able to catch up to Piper, but that's all they can do with their action, I believe. So, your turn. Okay. The thing is, I don't want to murder her. Because <laughs> Mona's not a murderer. That's a, you know, that's a good uh, philosophy. <laughs> this is E-Mona, though, so. <laughs> Wanted to feel the pain. <laughs> um, I'm going to change up my tactic here and use some psychic damage in hopes that it won't do a murder. Okay. Your brain is notoriously resilient to damage. <laughs> I don't. I can't think of a single case someone has had trauma to their brain that killed them. <laughs> but it's not physically harming them. Well, I mean, in a way, still. Yeah, you can play for anything as as a non-fatal damage. But yeah, you can if you'd like to do psychic. I will. Um, oh, that's totally fine. If I can play for anything as non-lethal, I'm gonna keep firebolting because that does more damage. Um, <laughs> okay. What did I get? 
You got a nine? Plus seven, so 16. So I hit. Shit. Yeah, you hit. Ripperonis. 14. 14 total? Yeah. <sighs> okay. Is Mona just soloing? Not soloing. With help, the, the, the main bad guy? <laughs> uh, Basically, yes. I will say they're at one hit point. It's not looking good for them, personally. And they can feel it. In their bones. And mine. So <laughs> In their bones, which are now fucking crumbling. Yeah, like just dust. <laughs> um, Wait, do you not take, like, you don't roll with disadvantage on any of those attacks? No? No. Is it only physical? It's only, for what? For, for exhaustion. exhaustion. That's not an ability check, so the, at, the, at the first level. Got it. Okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look at their <laughs> spells. Uh, okay. They have spells? Mm-hmm. One of those monks. Rude, rude monks. <laughs> One of those rude monks. <laughs> There's not a lot that uh, they can really do here to get them out of this situation. <laughs> uh... I've made mistakes. They're gonna hide. I wasn't expecting a uh, a level five wizard to also be fighting them. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. Um, they're going to cast command on um pipes and just be like drop uh, about the idol. So we'll see if pipes saves. <laughs> Please. Oh boy. Oh boy. I'm so scared that I forgot how to do a wisdom throw. <laughs> oh no. But uh, she definitely does not save that wisdom throw so she drops the idol. And uh, whew. and with um, <laughs> with their movement, they are going to wait. Did they already use it? No, they use their movement to get out here. They are going to uh, grab the idol and fucking bolt into the code check room. So that's what they do. So Mona. So can I not see them anymore? No. How far away is the code room? It is. Uh, it's in the lot. So sixty feet is how far. Uh, so it's like it's out of the exhibit all the way almost to the entrance of the museum and then take a left so you can barely see even where she went because there's like a uh, there's an archway in the way I mean you did see Piper drop the idol and then right she wants that idol I want to run okay I'm gonna dash 60 feet okay you catch up with Piper then and Piper's just like she went in the coat check room I, I don't I don't think there's a way out in there uh, she'll nod and say, how important is that idol? It's very important. I think there are some sort of, mm, dream spirits in it, but I, I don't know. I see. Does that sound scary? Yes, um, they're not, you know, I think they're good. I think they're good <laughs> fortune dream spirits or something good. Uh, that's what I found in my research, but I, obviously, I have never tested the idol. Okay, well... Let's hope that, uh, yeah, that's, they are good. So Piper's going to um, run into the coat check. And the coat check is a relatively large room. It's got some, like, it's also got the bathrooms in there and things like that. So it's got, like, you know, a nice little lounge. There are some seats. There's, like, a, a separate closet for where the coats go. So it's just kind of like a nice little lounge area that's off to the side. And... For the moment, she can't even see the marigold, so she does nothing with her action. I guess she... Oh, no, she can't whip. She lost her whip. I forgot that. <laughs> so uh, what can a rogue do when they don't have a weapon? <laughs> They're just going to 
they can cry. Yeah. <laughs> they could probably throw their daggers. That's true. Just she's gonna save an action to throw a dagger <laughs> whenever she whenever she sees the marigold again. So um but she doesn't. Whatever the marigold does on their turn, you you don't know. Okay. So it's my turn? Yes. Okay. I'm gonna go in the in the coat room. Okay. So you're gonna you're gonna do a little peek around the coat room? Yeah. Do what do I roll? Uh investigation. Fourteen. Okay, you don't you don't see anything. Okay. I'm gonna ready an action to use the cantrip mind slice if I see. <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> She's like I'm coming for your last hit point. <laughs> okay. So yeah, I would say we can fall out of combat right now. I mean we're not out of combat. We're in just like the the very tense where did the um combat go yeah. part of combat. Uh Ooh. I know what I'm gonna do. What's that? Okay, I have a thing where I can cast a ritual as a spell mm-hmm. once per day. It's an Order of Scribes thing. Mm-hmm. I'm going to use that on Detect Magic so I can see the idol. Oh, okay. So you're going to do that? Yeah. Okay, you do that. And you can see there is like in one of the, um, the there's like a closet near one of the lounge rooms. And you see there is like a powerful magic coming from almost like from very high up. Mm. So... I'm going to open the closet. Okay. You walk over to the closet. There is... Can I get you a roll perception? Yeah. Piper will too. Didn't do well though. 16. She rolls with advantage because she has the mark. Oh, I, I have disadvantage. Um, so it's actually a nine. Or no, 11. Sorry. Okay. Uh, she is able to point out a vent. And she says, I, I think they went in there. Uh, I think... I mean, um, and she, like, points out that there is, like, uh, some dust that's been disturbed around that area. So she's like, I, I think they went to the vents. Okay. I'm gonna send Bustle after them. Hello, my favorite familiars. Welcome to the Metro. This is Danny, your wizard. First up, we'd love it if you'd follow us on social media. We like to post announcements and art, and what better way to keep on top of all that than by clicking that follow button. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook at The Last Tapestry and Instagram at the.last.tapestry. We have a link to our shiny new website there, thelasttapestry.com. It has links to our Discord server along with art and bios, and we know you'll want to see that goodness. We used to have exclusive live lessons on the Tuesdays of release weeks at 5.30 PST on twitch.tv forward slash the last tapestry. Uh, we did stop doing that because, uh, it was, it was a lot of work. It, it, it would be, it'd be fun to pick it back up again, but I think only if, uh, if people were clamoring for it. So, until then, uh, we, we are going to be stopping those. <laughs> Where'd I leave off? Want an NPC named after you? Make sure to leave a review on iTunes. Uh, we don't do a ton of marketing for the show, so word of mouth really helps us out. Um, I got an accent out of nowhere <laughs> when I got nervous. We, we don't do a ton of, where can I... <laughs> Fuck. Uh, uh, oh boy. If you're leaving a review, please make sure to list your pronouns so that your character better reflects you. That is it for our intro. We'll get back to the show after a word from our fellow actual play, Dice Will Roll. Come listen to Dice Will Roll, the gayest Pathfinder podcast on the planet. We ask the hard questions like, is it morally acceptable to kiss a goblin? Is it cool to use spell slots to warm up leftovers? Would the gods be mad if I wrote slash fic about them? We're a group of four friends who play Pathfinder 2nd Edition every week and go on adventures like none other. 
we've just launched our brand new season, Extinction Curse, which follows the adventures of the Circus of Wayward Wonders, as they put on the greatest show in all of Galarian and uncover ancient secrets and long-forgotten foes from a bygone era. If you like circuses, clowns, and a little bit of magic, come check us out, and make sure that no matter what, you keep it rolling. Deli, you heard, you, you figure, you tried to figure out the door for, for a second, but then after not very long, you hear this like huge crash, this huge metallic crash, and then a huge fight going on, and there is just... Can we see this on the screen? That we saw the middle... You saw, you can see some of the fight on the screen, yes. Got it. So you can actually see Mona's in there, and she's Winter, and she's uh, <laughs> fighting... And, um, and it looks like um, this mysterious figure is getting just beat all to hell, but they're able to steal the idol, and they're able to steal the whip, and they get out of there. So. Okay, so all of that had happened, and we're still in, stuck in the room. Mm-hmm. Okay. Definitely think that's not part of the exhibit either. Um, okay, I'm just going to try it. <laughs> um, I'm going to try... You can roll perception on the room or investigation. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, let's do that first and try and see if we can unlock it naturally. Okay. We'll do investigation. That's not good. You That's a nat help? one. Ooh. Oh, that means you get an attempt. So, um, did I believe I already explained them. So mark one attempt. Maybe make a little or you can, you can keep that attempt or you can get help from one of the two clerics in the room. I want I, help. I was about to say, I, I didn't realize I put you in a room with two clerics. <laughs> but yeah. Okay, um, just Look for anything that looks like a switch or something that can turn this off. So okay, they go advantage. in. The so yeah, roll with advantage. Seven plus four, eleven. Okay, it's an eleven. Um, I think I think Marjorie's not able to find a whole lot. Hold on, I'll I live for in this room now. You live in the oh eighteen. You live in the Marjorie and Atlas are my new family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> You're now Mona. You're now Elijah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, which is which? <laughs> Marjorie. Or that seems Marjorie. rude to make Atlas Elijah after what he did. Oh, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> so Atlas can be Mona because he has red hair. Yeah, sure. <laughs> basically the same. Yeah. Basically the same. Marjorie and oh, yeah, Elijah are basically the same. Cute little, cute little yeah, French girl. Horrible fish man. <laughs> basically the same. <laughs> Le poisson. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, what was I looking for? Oh, Atlas. Hello. Got it. Got it. Got it. I'm back on track. Okay. Was this perception that I had to roll? Or investigation. Or investigation. Okay. We'll say it's perception because he's better at that. Um, so for a 23. So he is able to point to a display in the next room. Now, I should say this entire exhibit is kind of that... Mm, that kind of dim blue like an aquarium is mm-hmm. because the walls like in the exhibit beyond that you can get to are just like huge tanks so there is there are like fish tanks basically with like all of these different um materials from the cities back when they were older you know like just from the history of the cities and then it also just talks about the cities in general even in present day but that is that's kind of what's going on there and what he points to he can just see there is a door next to one of the tanks and he can see there is like a um 
there's an opening at the top, like, at the top of the tank, and it goes into the tank, it seems that the door would lead to there. So he points this out, and he's just like, oh, we should be able to escape if we go into the tank. Great. Uh, can you swim, Marjorie? Marjorie's like, <laughs> uh... And then Atlas points out, like, a little diving suit, just like a happy little oh diving God. suit. <laughs> it's, it just says, hello, welcome to, um... The, the title triumvirate next to it in a little wooden uh, it, speech does bubble. Does it work, though? Is it? it seems to work. It seems to be a completely functioning, like, brass or bronze or whatever, okay. like, diving <laughs> suit. And Marjorie's just like, no. No. I mean, I'm fine with water, I guess, but, like... Do you not like water? Okay. Between water and being stuck in this room, we, we don't have a lot of choices here, Marjorie. No, I know. And begrudgingly, she puts on the diving suit. You look cute. <laughs> it's just like you can barely see her face in like <laughs> a huge bowl. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> but she doesn't look happy from what you can see. And she's just that like. That makes it cuter, weirdly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you can just barely hear you. You're just like, let's just go, okay? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I guess uh, go in there and, and sw- we have to swim. Mm hmm. So you open the door, and from there you can, in fact, see a ladder that goes up and leads into the tank. Okay. So, yeah, you guys are all going into the tank? Yep, we're gonna go swimming. Okay. Is this water sanitary? It's sanitary. It's, it's clean. <laughs> okay. Like, you can breathe it, and Atlas can breathe it. You yeah. guys aren't having problems at all. Um, all right. I think you guys can just walk in water, too, right? Like, you can just n- move normally. You actually have a faster swimming speed with the thing that Atlas gave you. Right. Okay. Um, then, yeah. Okay. We're just taking a good stroll. Let's <laughs> just see here. What's inside of this tank again? Okay, just so stuff. what is inside this tank is basically a diorama of the city of Cascada. Okay. Which is the freshwater city. And so you can see there's, like, it's kind of built up nice to look like a, to look like the city. So it's just, like, a model of the city that's in here. And there are some fishes swimming around. Oh. Uh. They're, like, they're, like, confused about why <laughs> people are in here and they're not getting food. But they, <laughs> so they follow you for a bit. Um, well, I can't really do anything with them. I think you can talk to them. Can, can try and talk to fish. No, I don't. Is that Aquaman I'm thinking of? <laughs> oh, no. Aquatic beasts can understand you. No. I, I guess I can talk to them, but they can't, like, communicate back to me. Um, You're like Disney princess. <laughs> only with, with fish. <laughs> I guess. I guess. Yeah, Ariel. Okay. <laughs> she could talk to the fish, but I don't know how, how helpful they would be. Yeah, I guess they probably wouldn't be too helpful. She's like, I'm just a fish. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just a fish. <laughs> <laughs> I'm singing entirely too much today. Okay, so we uh, we will leave that there. Uh, okay. Elijah, you are we're we're in your scene now with amaranth and um, coniferous. Coniferous. Thank you. Yeah, having uh, failed with his tools, uh, I think he's just gonna be like. Maybe we should look and see if there's another way out of here. Hopefully before Mona gets killed. (laughs) Okay, so you guys are going to look through the the advancements of Dice's exhibit, right? Yeah. Okay, so you leave this room with the mural and you enter into another room 
It's got a bunch of machines that do seem to be specifically used for war or to have been used in the um in the uh, in the in the war of Dysis. So the it's just <laughs> Right. So yeah, so it was used to keep basically everyone in control. These these machines. So there's a bunch of machines that are meant specifically for the advancement of this um basically just this this very militaristic society where people were just kind of kept in line. Yeah, Elijah sees this and he's looking at it and he says to Coniferous, he's like, Is this uh what you were talking about with the bad artificer? Oh, yes. Um, there was a lot of stuff like this. Uh, I suppose I grew up with it, so I didn't really think much about it, but it did kind of suck, yes. No, it seems extremely bad. I'm sorry. Well, um, yes, there are some people who probably are having a hard time moving past all this, but um, I'm just very glad that I got to see a, uh, well, I got to see a world without that artificer. I'm glad to... It seems extremely hard for someone to just take away your free will. Yes, that wasn't very nice. Um, no, it, it doesn't seem not. It doesn't seem like a good thing to do. No, uh, it wasn't. But uh, well, do you think there's another exit in here? I suppose that's our only option. I mean, I get. Did did it look like it was meant to be looped back and you come back out the way you came? Or does it seem one way? It seems kind of like, you know how some, like, uh, aquariums and whatever museums will, like, link into other exhibits through the, through the end of the of a previous exhibit? It seems like maybe that might be the case here. But also, they have seemed pretty isolated so far, so you're not sure if this will just end in another bronze-plated door. I mean, it's worth checking out. I don't know how to get through that other door. So maybe we just go to the other end and see what's over there. So you walk through the exhibit, and once you leave this um, this exhibit, which is Years of War, Days of Peace, um, you enter into another exhibit, which is just basically about how, you know, power was reclaimed and just slowly but surely, you know, a new, a new like, democracy was kind of born and formed and, and things changed monumentally in Dysis. Just in a matter of decades, it changed to where now, like the um, the the paintings and whatever, and um, the different artifacts that they get from them are just kind of more interesting. So they call it like it's just it's like a new like an artificer renaissance where they're able to make just kind of what the hell ever they want to make for the not just the advancement of society, but just kind of even for like convenience purposes. So just like pizza ovens and shit. <laughs> I was going to say a toaster. Yeah, so just like cool things that they want to make. They're able to move past what essentially what had happened and then just kind of now focus on on building up. So that's what the rest of the exhibit is about is Days of Peace. So you walk through a lot of this and you find at the end of the exhibit is another bronze-plated door. Oh no, it's here too. <sighs> Well, maybe... Can I look around to see if any of these machines might help me get through a door? Like... I was wondering if you... Yes, so if, did you... Uh, which... I guess, which... <laughs> which room are you in? Are you in Years of War or Days of Peace? I guess in the Days of Peace one. Okay, yeah. Roll, roll <laughs> see, I don't want to... I don't want to use any of the Years of War one and, like, <laughs> give 
coniferous childhood trauma flashbacks. What am I rolling? Perception. Or insight. Roll insight. Oh, yeah. I love insight. No, that's true. It's an 11. Oh, my gracious. Okay, so you, um, do you want help? Yes. Okay. Um, from whom? Coniferous, because he's an artificer. Okay. So, um, Coniferous is just like, what are we doing? What do you think's a good machine for opening a door? Is one of these a a door-opening machine, (laughs) or maybe especially heavy? (laughs) Oh, I don't know. Are you strong? I'm not strong. Amaranth's not strong. No, I'm not very strong at all. I um, know. But I, uh, there may be uh, something here that could help with the big metal door problem. And so he's going to look through them. You said that, and my first thought was he has x-ray vision, like special artificer <laughs> eyes. They just start glowing. He's like, he looks through them, and he's like, ah, yes, I see all the circuits. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So uh, he... He starts kind of sorting through things, and um, let me see how he does, actually. Bad. Really bad. (laughs) (laughs) That is a natural one. So, um, so he, he's looking through them, and he's just like, uh, I, well, I know the applications of all of these, but it's just, it's very, it's very hard to say. Um, I haven't used them in so long. Uh, I've been, I've been here for a while. You don't think the pizza oven will help? But we can try the pizza oven. I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to say no to any, any <laughs> beautiful, crazy idea you might have. It's all improv, baby. Yeah, there you go. You love to yes and. I appreciate <laughs> that, coniferous. It's okay to tell me no. People usually do. <laughs> um, oh gosh. I guess he he looks to Amaranth for input. <laughs> just like, what do you what do you think? Amaranth has been on the knife's edge of just more panic. So he's just like, he's got his like arms crossed and his tail is twitching. And he's just like, <laughs> um, uh, what, what do I think? Um, well, um, there might be a, a ventilation system, but uh, th- those are very dangerous, very unsafe. Oh, I could fit in a vent. Okay, well, I'm not saying that you can't fit in a vent, but they are often, you know, like, you know, there's, there's Full heaters. Of rats. There's, there's a, well, there's like a whole system. In there. So, so I don't know if it would, you know, it would be safe. I mean, probably could... not safe, but Mona's out there. She's not safe. Gotta yeah. go make sure she doesn't get killed. Okay. That's, um, that's that's a good thought. Uh, we can try a vent. Okay. I guess I'd look for a vent. Okay. I'm gonna say, in time, you find one. Like, you don't have to roll to find a vent. Okay, good. Um, you are able to find... A vent that's kind of near, like, it's clear that it's, like, coming out of the displays. So, well, not coming out of the displays, but it's feeding, like, air into the displays and a little bit past it. You can get that open. No problem, I think. Uh, Coniferous fixed your your tools, right? Yes. Okay, cool. So, yeah, you're, you, can, you can get the screws off of this vent. No problem. And are you going in? Absolutely. Okay. Amaranth will go in behind you. Coniferous will also, and he'll just be like, this is so fun. I've never been in a vent before. It is a little fun. I have I have also not been in a vent. I feel like it's a say. secret, um, some kind of secret mission we are on. I suppose it is, in a way. Yeah, 
We're gonna extremely get the drop on this fool. For I'm very excited for that. I can't wait to see that. Although if you do drop, it might it might it might be dangerous. So try and just tuck tuck all your <laughs> your delicate parts in, like your neck and such. Oh, uh, we'll do, we'll do. <laughs> and uh, you guys crawl through the vent. And speaking of vents. <laughs> Uh, Mona, you're also, you're sending Bustle into a vent after, um, okay. (laughs) Okay, with the purpose of what, by the way? Um, trying trying to to retrieve the idol. Okay, all right. I like how Kniferous is an artificer, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And he's in a vent. So wouldn't that make him, like, an inventor? (laughs) 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 Oh, my God. What the fuck, Bianca? I fucking love it. Ah, Brain is broken. (laughs) So only speed of 30 feet. 30 feet. I don't know how fast. Faster than a halfling. (laughs) (laughs) Aw. I was looking. Oh, that's right. One hit point. I remember now. I'm back. (laughs) Wow. 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 You're able to... Well, actually... There are a couple of branches in these vents, so so roll investigation for your ferret. Now, can it be smell? Smell based. He has keen hearing and smell. Hmm. I'm sure he could hear. Okay. I think it's advantage if it's if it if it is hearing okay. or smell based. That is a thirteen. I was a little detective, but that doesn't quite meet Aww. the stealth, so um I'm gonna see if he ends up in the right one or not. Okay. Just imagine Bustle and like a little Sherlock Holmes got up. No, he's stealing Soot's thing. You gotta dress all the animals. <laughs> okay, you still have magic eyes. Yeah, ten minutes. Okay, I mean you can see where in the vent it is. Oh, I guess you could have told Bustle maybe. Oh, is that is that okay? That makes sense. Yeah, I, I say you can figure out the general direction that they're okay. going in. Bustle is able to eventually locate the Marigold, who is climbing through the vents with the idol all right. on. Their hip. With the whip. Bustle's gonna try to steal that idol. I have no idea how the hell this is gonna go. Okay, so Bustle's going to, like, jump up and try to grab it with his little mouth. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm gonna roll notice. He just starts gnawing on the birch wood. Can I roll stealth? <laughs> Are you rolling stealth for him? Can I? Yeah, you can. Okay. Uh, I will warn you, notice was really high, but, I mean. Yeah, that's only an 11. Okay. That was a 19 on the die, so. Oh. So they notice. And they turn around, and they're going to go to grab Bustle. So I guess we both roll decks. Okay. You oh, know, Bustle. That's another nineteen. Shit. Let me, let me... Dang it. It's fifteen. Twenty-two. They're able to like wrestle it back out of um, Bustle's mouth, but as they do, uh, there is like a disturbance in the um, in that birch shavings that was that was mentioned there's the body shifts and seems to spill a little bit of whatever was inside and suddenly there is just kind of this i don't know if you you can't see through bustle's eyes right but you can sure oh you can Mm -hmm. well then you can sure see there are suddenly like exploding out from it are these spectral forms well something that you're quite familiar with by now which is uh dream wraiths huge three huge dream wraiths just the spectral dream rays just fly out of this um, out of this little doll and further into the museum. And definitely the marigold notices. Um, so what so what are you doing now? 
I really hope we don't have to fight those. <laughs> Can Bustle headbutt the Marigold? <laughs> <laughs> now, Jordan, can a familiar attack? Shit. <laughs> I forget he's not just a real ferret. <laughs> Never real mind. To me. Thank you, Addy. I had no idea. <laughs> trying to do trying to do some warlock tricks that you don't have access to. <laughs> no. Alright. Well then. I'll just unsummon him. Well, not, well, I'll just have Bustle come back to me. <laughs> unsummon him, unsummon him. He's caused too much harm. <laughs> <laughs> have him come back to me. Okay. Um, He's just like, I can't be held liable for these damages. <laughs> <laughs> Mona's going to say, uh, well, I think that we are all doomed and all is hopeless. <laughs> uh, wait, are you see, you're being serious? Yes, yeah, some spirits have been released and they're probably going to start... Killing innocent people, and <laughs> if you think about it, this is really your fault. <laughs> Damn! Um, I, su- I love Winter Mona. Piper just sits there and is just like, uh, I, I did, I did bring the idol here. Yes, um, I think that everything that that person said was actually kind of correct about just pillaging other cultures to gawk at, and look at the consequences of your actions. Okay, yeah. So, so you don't like either of us. So you, you tried, you, you damn near killed them, and then now you're yelling at me. I just, I don't know what side you're on. Really. Well, they seem to have accosted you, so I thought that was pretty uncool. But they had a point. Uh, they did. Learn? They did have a point, you know. And I do feel bad about it. I do. I, I, I just, I know I ought to stop doing this. I mean, I get that. But- I mean, there's nothing wrong with going out to other cultures and acquiring knowledge, but stealing their artifacts and putting them on display is more questionable. No, I know. I think I forget a lot in the pursuit of not just knowledge, but I'm trying to find. I'm trying to find something, and I'm not really, I'm not really taking into account the people I'm hurting along the way. I suppose. So yes, they were right, but now I don't know what to do. Well, we can start with doing our best. To help the people of this museum with the with these dream race problem. Okay, that's going to be a bit of a pickle. Yes, I don't have many spell slots left. <laughs> I kept warning you again and again. You did. Well, we can. I don't have a whip, so I think it's time to find my friends. <laughs> they have spell slots. <laughs> <laughs> LGBTQIA Actual Play Podcast Network.